Welcome to the Renewing the Center podcast. My name is Chris McDaniel, and we want to thank you for joining us today. Here at Renewing the Center, we're answering God's call to work for the spiritual renewal of the church. For more information, visit renewingthecenter.org. We're glad to have you with us today. Now, let's make some space for God's renewing work. Today on the podcast, we are going to look at John 15. This is actually a very famous sermon of Jesus. I'll read, then we'll pray. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine grower. He removes every branch in me that bears no fruit. Every branch that bears fruit, he prunes to make it bear more fruit. You have already been cleansed by the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me as I abide in you. Just as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who abide in me and I in them bear much fruit, because apart from me you can do nothing. Whoever does not abide in me is thrown away like a branch and withers. Such branches are gathered and thrown into the fire and burned. If you abide in me and my word abides in you, ask for whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit and become my disciples. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for my friends. I thank you for the word of God. And I pray today that as we try to hear Jesus, that you would help us, God, that you would speak to us, Lord. We give you permission to do so now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So there's so much going on here, and we're going to try to just hit it in the most reflective way possible rather than diving into every detail. So let's get the players straight. Jesus is the vine. God the Father is the vine grower, and you, me, we are the branches. Jesus is ultimately telling us a story here about spiritual growth, and that's why I think this is so relevant for us here at Renewing the Center, because we all want to grow. You probably wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you weren't looking for spiritual growth. But first, I think we need to uh, point to the elephant in the room. Uh, The flow of this story is super understandable. The desire of the vine grower is for a fruitful plant. The desire of the vine is to give life to the branches, and the desire of the branches is to bear fruit. That's the flow, understandable. But the elephant in the room here are the words about a branch being cut off and thrown into a fire. Many of us hear a passage like this, and we're immediately distracted by hell. We think, why would Jesus be telling such a mean story about cutting things off and throwing them in the fire? Here's something I think we need to know. It's interesting that Jesus uses vine wood, not oak wood or hickory wood, because an oak or hickory piece of wood, when it's dead, is very useful. You can build furniture out of it. You can build houses, beams in your home maybe if you have an old home. Uh, Oak beams, beautiful, powerful, hold up a house. Vine wood, on the other hand, completely useless. It's interesting that Jesus chose a wood that when dead or disconnected is of no use whatsoever. Leslie Newbegin, one of my favorite missiologists, he says, uh, vine wood is the most useless wood in the forest. Nothing can be made from it. It's only good for burning as kindling in the fire. Another scholar, F.F. Bruce, he says, one can't even make furniture or even a peg to hang something on out of vine wood. It's useless, he says, when dead. And it's interesting to me that Jesus uses useless wood. So he's not talking about nitpicking at you. He's saying that when we as humans are disconnected from God, we aren't very useful. We're not useful at all. 
that only when we're alive, only when we're connected to Jesus, are we who we are meant to be? Are we functioning in a good way? So that's important for us to hear. Jesus is not through this story asking you to be perfect. He's not saying you're going to think you're alive and you're going to find out one day that you are useless. He's saying if you're connected to me, you're alive. And if you're not connected to me, you're of no use whatsoever. You've become something less than useful. That's the image. But here's the thing we have to sit with. Even living branches get cut. Pruning is really what Jesus is talking about here. And I think this invites you and me to consider this. We all, like a vine, have a natural tendency to grow in on ourselves, to become wild and unruly. We have to actually recognize that our tendency is to be tangled up. I once had a rose vine in my yard on my picket fence, and at first it was beautiful. But the longer I went, year after year, without tending to it, the more wild it became and the less fruitful it became. And it wasn't until somebody said, you're going to have to get in there and cut out all the suckers, all the places that have turned inward, all the tangles. It wasn't until I did that work that it began to bear fruit again. I learned something in that moment, namely that if left to our own devices, we're like that vine. We go wild. We explore in too many directions. We turn in on ourselves. We become tangly. And then... In order for us to be pruned, we actually cut the arms of the pruner up. I remember that day uh, when I got back into the house, my, my elbows and down were covered in scratches and blood because the vine had been so unwieldy for so long. I think our lives are that way sometimes. See, a vine will do lots of growing. It'll do lots of exploring that ultimately undercuts its productivity. Remember, a vine was designed by God to bear fruit. Grapes, roses, all kinds of vines, but they were all meant to bear fruit. And the more that we uh, are left to our own devices, the more that we're allowed to go native, if you will, and not submit to pruning, the less fruit we will bear. I've seen it in my own life, and I'm sure you have yours. So where are you wasting precious energy right now? Where have you grown in all sorts of directions, maybe twisting and turning, and have become less and less fruitful, less and less vital, vibrant? See, pruning teaches us to produce fewer but better fruits. And that's a really un-American thing to think about, doing fewer but better. We're a more, more, more kind of culture. I believe that one of the main problems that each of us are confronted with is that we have too many options. We do too much. We sometimes are too much. A thoughtful hand has to cut back in order to create productivity. This is true in your garden but it's also true in your life. And God is the gardener who will occasionally prune us. It's my conviction that we are in a pruning season right now, that with all that's going on in our world, a little less human contact than we're used to having, that this is a pruning season. And so I would just invite you to consider where are you being invited to embrace and submit to a pruning time, a reduction, either in your schedule or your productivity or maybe something at work, your relational life. Where have the vines in your life grown in unwieldy directions? I believe now is an opportunity for us to name our losses. I am currently in my own life facing some real losses. And I know as well as you do that losses can stir a ton of anxiety in us because we're taught to hold on to everything at all times. And yet there's a time to allow certain parts of your life to fall to the ground. Pruning. 
So what might God be inviting you to let go of? For me, he's inviting me to surrender control over outcomes, like the size of my church. (laughs) I have no idea. I don't know who goes to Trinity anymore. We have parking lot church, but that's a small crowd compared to what we were in early March. With all that's going on in the world, one of the things the Lord's inviting me to let go of is worrying over things that I can't control. Even in the pandemic, working to respond faithfully, God's asked me, do the next right thing, Chris. Do the best you can, Chris. Nobody taught you how this all was going to work when you were in seminary, so just do the next right thing. And the pruning for me is learning to let go of, of anxiety over trying to control outcomes that I actually don't have control over. See, for me, a pruned life is a life that does the next faithful thing and then surrenders control and worry over things that are ultimately beyond your reach. So what's the Lord doing in you? I think in me, he's asking me to simply show up. And that's really the heart of what it means to abide. When Jesus spoke at the end of this passage about learning to abide, I think what he was saying is, would you show up? Would you carve out time to be with God? and time to be with other people, and time to engage in faithful action. Those are the three things I'm making time for in my life right now. Time with God. So I'm reading my Bible. Um, I'm sitting in prayer, examine, meditation, silence and solitude. So I'm carving out time with God every day. But I'm also carving out time to be with people who make me grow. And y'all, there's a difference. Some friends actually dull us, and other friends sharpen us. And I'm carving out time in my life to be with friends that move me beyond anxiety into something bigger and better, who actually call out the best in me. You need friends like that, and you need to make time for them. And finally, I'm carving out time to engage in faithful action, essentially in this season because things are so unclear. I'm just saying, Lord, what does it look like for me to do the next right thing, even as I surrender control over outcomes? Father, I pray for my friends. I ask for grace for each and every one of them to be as faithful as they can with what's right in front of them. And Lord, we want to abide. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. If you felt moved or inspired by something in this podcast, an idea, an image, or an impression, carry it with you into your day as a prayer, coming back to it again and again in the spaces throughout your day. Be curious about what God wants to show you. What in your life needs to hear this word of encouragement, inspiration, or course correction? And be courageous in your response. The Holy Spirit will give you the grace to carry out whatever He places on your heart. And thank you for being with us today. We look forward to having you with us again next time here at Renewing the Center.